You're listening to American Girl Women with Laura Treader and Lindsay Adams-Franca. This is a podcast where two millennial gals gather around the microphone and reminisce on the cultural phenomenon that took our childhood by storm, American Girl Dolls. Contrary to what you might think, we aren't just talking about dolls here. We're diving into the high highs and the low lows of getting hooked on American Girl and all the childhood memories that come flooding back. So join us and a few special guests each week as we become American Girl Women. Today on American Girl Women, we are joined by Nini Wynn, a New Orleans-based chef, cookbook author, and dog mom to Tofu. Nini grew up with a love for cooking and video games, while also having aspirations to be a singer or a fortune teller. This is going to be a very unique episode, as Nini wasn't exposed to AG until today on this podcast. We're so excited and honored to introduce her to the world of American Girl. Nini, welcome to AGW. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. We are so excited. It's always fun to have a guest on that's new to the world of American Girl, wouldn't you say, Lindsay? Oh my God. I am so, so thrilled to have you on, Nini. This has been a longish time in the making. Like we've chatted about this for the past few months. And I'm just really excited. Like you've held out on not looking through anything AG related. We're just saving it all up for this podcast today. I definitely walked by an American Girl store when I was in LA and I (laughs) stopped myself. I was like, I'm not going inside and looking. (laughs) Also, the dolls are kind of creepy. So I was just like, I won't do it. For the podcast so that it would be as raw as possible. <laughs> oh my God. A truly fresh Love perspective. It. And just for a little disclosure, Nini is one of my besties and we truly connect on so many levels and love so many of the same things, but American Girl Dolls are not one of those things. So I can't wait to dive into the pages of the catalog together. Thank you for opening my world to American Girl. Or, or about you. Maybe I shouldn't thank you right right from the get-go. So we'll right. I think it's going to be cool. I hope it's cool. And right. I, I will preference to anybody I might offend. I'm sorry. I'm just new to this. I was a Barbie girl. I was. Yeah. Fair. And Nini, I think you will really appreciate the clothes. You are a lover of vintage fashion. I think that these outfits are really going to resonate with you. Agreed. (laughs) And our structure is a little bit different from past episodes, as this will be Nini's first look into AG. But prior to recording, we sent along descriptions of the six original historic characters to see if any of them stood out to Nini to further explore today. So Nini, do you want to share which two characters you were most drawn to? Yes, the New Mexican one, Josefina, and Samantha, the orphan that gets raised by her wealthy grandmother. I I want to be her. Yes, yes. (laughs) That sounds awful. Yes. (laughs) 
they are truly like fire and water. And I'm really excited uh, to be able to compare and contrast these two because it's truly like a situation of like, we all have two wolves inside of us, as the kids <laughs> say these days. And for some of us, those are Samantha and Josefina. So it's very exciting to get to look at these two very different girls side by side. Wait, does Samantha live in New York? Did I read that right? She does. She does. I kind of love that Samantha sort of does like what a lot of like older, like adult New Yorkers dream of, which is like having her city apartment slash house, whatever (laughs) type of situation it is with her rich uncle. And then she also has like her, her more country out of the city estate with Grand Mary. Um, she's living the dream. <laughs> Honestly, that's what I aspire to. But Nini, before we get into it, would love to hear a little bit more about what you were like growing up. So when I was a kid, I was more of a tomboy. So I played video games with my little brother. I loved like Legos, PlayStation. I wasn't really a girly girl. And I just remembered my aunt giving me like a box of like Barbies and I I knew I had to hide it from my brother I don't know why and this is like (laughs) extent like of like having dolls I hid my box of Barbies underneath my pillow like in my room and then the next morning like it was Saturday morning so I went to watch cartoons and then I came back to my brother being in my in my bed with my Barbies snapping the heads off like a little psycho (laughs) So like this is like my childhood. We I didn't have very many girly things. I preferred all the like boy stuff, like Ninja Turtles. That was like my thing. That was my jam. Yeah. I've never seen American girl dolls, but I remember being a kid and being terrified of any kind of doll that looked really realistic because of Chucky. Because <gasps> yes. like I would watch, you know, like true crime-ish things and they're like they said the doll made me do it like creepy doll stuff and I just did not I did I was like that's not it that is so valid honestly like different depictions of dolls in media have like given them kind of a bad rap and besides American Girl I will say like 99% of dolls creep me out like American Girl is the only (laughs) doll that doesn't creep me out and I don't know if that's because I like got into it as such a young kid but I don't think you're alone there in your feelings about it Nini. I once got a doll for Christmas and when I opened it I cried. I cried (laughs) the doll was a redhead and I thought it was Chucky. My aunts and uncles would like be over and if they were like hanging out in the room and they didn't want me to come by, they would just put the doll in front of the door and close the door because they knew I would not come near it. So like mm-hmm. it was like their way of having their privacy from me because I was a nosy little child. And so they would just torment me. So yeah, lots of trauma with dolls. The Chucky <laughs> movie really scared me as a kid too. Like same. I had such nightmares about Chucky, but like, I, I really can't bring myself to watch the movie now, like however many years later. Do you think it's like actually scary or was it just like scary for like a kid to watch it? I think scary for a kid to watch it. I think I would laugh if I watch it now. Right? Like there's so many things that used to freak me out. Like I was terrified 
of the movie, the ring, like I loved the ring. Like my friends and I saw it in theaters when we were in high school and we all became obsessed. It scared us in the best possible way. And a few years ago, I was home at my parents' house with Ben, my husband, and the ring was on TV. And I was like, oh my God, Ben, like he had never seen this movie before. I was so excited to watch it with him. I was like prefacing it, saying how like terrifying it is. We watched it and he was like, wait, what? And same for me as well. Like I had such a different perspective on this movie. Like it was not the scary, terrifying film that I remember at all. Like it was kind of laughable. I feel like I always say that I hate scary movies, but I feel like that would probably be like a similar realization for me. Like if I were to actually like go back and watch them, like I think that the trauma that I have from them is like really more based on like age and like I would just be like this is so silly (laughs) right I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre like the remake in theaters I think maybe like my junior or senior year of high school and I was so terrified I was like why would anybody make this movie they are so sick this is like the scariest thing I've ever witnessed and I had like loved horror movies before that point And that was like the end of it for me. I was like, no more. I won't even watch anything that's violent or anything that's creepy in any way from here on out. Wow. It's scary. I I mean, I don't watch any scary movies. So I feel you on that. What used to be scary to me isn't scary anymore. What's scary to me now is like, serial killers or like, oh my God, right. Stuff like I can't, I can't listen to true crime because then it'll just freak me out right I used to love like my favorite murder and I love 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 um on the website Jezebel every year they have a scary story contest which like Jenna former podcast guest and who you both know we (laughs) like check every day in October. We're like, did the Jezebel scary story contest launch yet? And like everyone writes in like their ghost stories or their just like creepy stories. And the ones with humans involved are so much scarier than like a ghost or like something supernatural happening. It's the people that you got to watch out for. Oh, that's so true. I love engaging with true crime, but for some reason, back in like 2018, I listened to the audiobook that was written about the Golden State Killer. I don't know if either of you guys are familiar. And it was like a really popular book. They had covered it on My Favorite Murder. And then it um, it ended up that he ended up being caught like a few months after the book came out, but this was before he had been caught. Um, and I was listening to it on audiobook every day at work, Lindsay, haha, when I was at the <laughs> at the front desk of the office. And um, I would like go back to my apartment and go home and like check my shower and like every oh closet and like under my beds because it was just like so scary. But anyway, yeah. all that's to say is that American Girl Dolls not not as scary as you think when you when you break it down <laughs> maybe i've outgrown my my doll my fear of dolls right now Nene, did you ever see the american girl books like in your school library like did they ever pop up for you no i don't think so and i think maybe because i don't think there was an american girl store here 
for a really mm-hmm. long time in Louisiana. Yeah, the stories were kind of more recent where they started to get a little bit more regional with it. Like there was the Chicago flagship and the New York and LA store. I don't know, maybe like the early 2000s, they started to expand out a bit more. But a lot of American Girl was actually through the catalog. And that was like one of like their main awareness drivers, I would say. Right. I had never seen one. It's funny because there is a New Orleans, or there were, they were discontinued, but there were two New Orleans or Louisiana-based dolls that came out as like a set of friends together. Their names are Marie Grace and Cecile, and I think they were based in like the 1870s or 1880s. They both, I think, were like bilingual, like French and English, like really interesting story telling, but they ended up being discontinued. Bummer. This was after all of our like time of playing with dolls, but I feel like if they had been around during, I definitely would have been interested in them because they had a very cool story. And I loved the idea of them being like friends with each other. Oh yeah, there they are. I just put them up on a share screen, meaning these were the dolls. They're a little creepy, but they're not like scary scary yeah right (laughs) i think that they're not scary because of their teeth yeah all of them have their teeth like that they do yeah it's like a like two little teeth are poking out of every doll except for kaya but yeah like it's kind of funny because there's like a tiktok like content trend that's like oh my god like why didn't anyone tell me i have american girl doll teeth People <laughs> people know this about themselves, but let's get into the catalog and take a look first at Samantha. This is Samantha's meat dress, her little plaid drop waist little frock mm-hmm. here. Yeah. First impressions. She's not giving wealthy Manhattanite, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I guess it's a different time. She, she's cute. Whatever's in the purse, I'm into like some change and a picture of flowers or something. Yeah, but, uh, she has her little handkerchief. Ah, uh, so chic. Uh, no, I like it. I like her meat dress is cute. I guess that's like appropriate for the time. Her story takes place in 1904. So she's okay. a turn of the century queen here. I think this look is really cute. Like when we first meet Samantha, she is living with her grandmother, kind of wrecking havoc around the neighborhood, chasing her neighbor up a tree. And she meets a girl next door who is a servant along with her sisters for like the wealthy people next door that she tries to befriend. But I think this is like a a classic look. I think for me, it's like pretty, but like neutral. Yeah, I think it's cute. I think that her hair looks a lot prettier in the catalog than it does on the interwebs um yeah like her hair or more she looks she looks she looks very normal something about the american girl outfits in general i've noticed is that like they don't always have like the most wow factor on the meat outfits because they are like they're every day and i feel like that's because it's like they want you to like buy into like theme (laughs) outfits. Oh my God, Laura. So it's cute for every day. It's it's like, you know, it's how I feel about like my jeans and a tee, typical look, which is like, I love it for every day. But like 
do I have more beautiful clothing in my closet? Yes. Let's see what a nicer outfit looks like. All right. Next, we're going to go to her school outfit. So let's just focus on this page. I like this look. I like the black. I like the collar. I like the purse. So wait, is a catalog. It's basically like only one doll. Like one doll gets a catalog. No. No. They feature all of the dolls that are in the collection. So like up through like the late nineties, there were six dolls. Mm -hmm. So every catalog was basically like the same with slight variations, um, especially throughout like the late eighties and nineties with the original dolls. They would like had like new offerings every once in a while. Like they introduced like a more modern day collection of dolls, like around 96, 97. Mm -hmm. But for the historic dolls, like you saw like Felicity, the girl from the 1700s, and then Kirsten and Addie and Samantha, Molly, Josefina, like everyone would have like their catalog pages. Got it. I think this is cute. I think um, I like all her little accessories. I don't know if I like her hair pulled back like that. She kind of looks like she has a mullet. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that is a really good observation there's something about the way that her hair is pulled back in this picture that makes it look like really like layered and like like, choppy yeah she looks like she's really meant to be in the 80s the haircut's giving (laughs) 80s the outfit giving I don't know but I really like it I would wear that outfit it's so so funny that you say it's giving 80s though because like I think that that is probably like a symptom of the time that these came out like they launched in 1986 and I think sometimes without realizing it as like a culture when we like recreate like a decade visually we pull in too many elements of like our current time period Mm -hmm. and I think the hair is giving total like 1986 catalog vibes. (laughs) I'm not going to be able to unsee this now, Nini. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's giving Joe dirt. Up until they launched Felicity, all the girls had bangs. And you see it with the modern day collection when they launched it. Like 90% of the dolls had these thick, thick bangs. And I think like, I don't know. I had those bangs too in like the early 90s, late 80s. Like, and everyone did. Like, do kids still have bangs like that? I don't. I think so full haircuts yeah. yeah do they have eyebrows yeah they're like painted on though they're not like okay fur. they're thin be, it would be really creepy <laughs> if they had, like fake hair eyebrows no i, I would imagine it's drawn <laughs> i just don't see them so it's a little weird yeah um, right they do have but... pretty eyelashes though that are like hair or like yeah. faux hair <laughs> All right, next we get to the Christmas gown. I like the Christmas. I think I really like the gingerbread the most. Is that a doll? Samantha has a doll. Okay, got mm-hmm. it. And the doll uh, has a doll. <laughs> I think it's cute. I think I personally wouldn't wear that, but maybe if I was a kid, my, I could see my mom putting me in that kind of outfit when I was a kid. Yes, totally. <laughs> a lot of the outfits I find for Samantha were very like, I feel like the 80s and 90s was such a period of like moms dressing their kids up like Victorian. (laughs) It's like a lot of like lace bibs in the front of dresses. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's and a lot so of like rich fabric. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. I'm trying to track down this catalog that used to come to my house growing up. That was kind of all outfits that were like that, that were like very opulent, very like Victorian adjacent made for kids. I have no idea what it was called. Maybe my mom's listening to this right now and could tell me, like, I don't think I ever got anything from this catalog, but I would love to see it again. Ugh, I, I, used yeah. to, I like dreamed of dressing like that. I didn't, but I would have mm-hmm. loved to. <laughs> my mom totally dressed me like Samantha. I'm sure I could find some good pictures of me with bangs and a bow and a dress like this somewhere. Oh my God, please track <laughs> it down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we're going to jump over to her birthday scene. And Nini, this is when things start to get really good for Samantha. What feelings is this bringing up? <laughs> I love everything about it. I think I I love the outfit. I feel I feel like I have an outfit kind of like this. <laughs> <laughs> like I have a candy stripe, like an old vintage like candy stripe outfit. And I always wear it with like a shirt that has like lace and like puff sleeves. So I don't <laughs> feel like I have this version of a, a outfit. Um, I like that is like she's a fan or something. Yeah. Yep. That's cute. I, I just don't know why, but the flower crown isn't doing it for me. Uh, I think it's because the flowers are too small for how big her bangs are. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think I want a fuller. It's, it's you know, it's a little too tight. That's but fair. Like, for me, as a kid, I'm like, screw the doll. I want everything else. I want all the little tableware stuff, like the tea time right? stuff. Like, this is the stuff that I would want. Um, oh, my God. The little food. Yeah. The little, the spoons, the little glassware. Like, yeah. Have you ever made petty fours before? I actually have not, or maybe I made it once. Petty fours are like a big thing in Samantha's time period. And it was made very clear in her book that petty fours um, served at her birthday party were very fancy. And so that's been like a takeaway for myself. And I think a lot of people who read these books growing up that like, oh, like petty fours are like equate with like the highest, most fancy dessert that you could possibly have. And it's a little hard to tell in this catalog, but they're right in the center of the table and they are like pastel colored. They are so, so cute. This is why I'm a Samantha girl. (laughs) (laughs) There's also like a big like ice cream fiasco that happens too in her book for her birthday. Yes, Lindsay, you literally read my mind because I was just going to say it might be of interest to Nini to know that another version of the set that came later had a little mini ice cream maker that actually made ice cream. And my mom and I used it to make ice cream and it actually works, but it makes like a teaspoon of ice cream. But it was a, <laughs> it was a fun activity. <laughs> love it. I love this one. Right? Like, I wish we could all just be at Samantha's table recording this podcast. (laughs) Truly. (laughs) Like, how cute are her her little chairs with the floral? Yeah. I love um, the, is that a rickshaw? What is that? It's like a little carriage for her bear, but it like does not match the vibe at all. No. I'm like, get rid of that. We don't need that. The bear, (laughs) 
he's not going anywhere um yeah that's the only thing that i thought was like they threw that in that was a like a last minute like where should we put that totally seems like an afterthought yeah if it was like a different color it'd be cute like if it was like a baby blue or like a pink a mint green white even white literally anything like why anything would have to be red especially compared to everything else on this page yeah it's bringing the vibes down i love the bear though the bear is not bringing the vibes down the bear is carrying everything i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah no this is this is very interesting that like someone thought to make this they're like let's make these dolls let's give them a different scenario and story for every outfit that they have and i think it's cool i think it's clever did you guys did you have all of the dolls i had one felicity who you've met and then (laughs) bitty baby yeah i had i didn't have all of them i did have five dolls but it was not all of them that were out at this time. There was like a couple of like the modern ones mixed in there. But uh, we've had a couple of guests on that have had like the whole historical collection. So everybody from Felicity to Molly. <laughs> wow. But yeah, every doll had a book series and outfits. And Nini, we haven't even told you this yet, but there are also matching outfits for girls. <gasps> yeah, I love that. We could get to those catalog pages too, but like you could dress like your American Girl doll. Wasn't there like a, a doll that was like me size or something like that? I can't remember. Oh my god, I remember like the like the my size Barbie is. Yes, my size. Always wanting one. Yeah, I didn't get one. Um, a um. my size Barbie to me would be like the peak of creepy. <laughs> it's huge (laughs) all right so then we get into the summer series basically all the dolls have like a a story that takes place like during their summer whether they're like at camp or like staying with relatives or whatever adventures they get into over the summer they kind of do like seasonal books and outfits so this is we're in our samantha summer right now we are here, um, so it's nautical it's she's painting what else does she do she has flowers she has a magnifying glass so i'm guessing she's like exploring looking at things in a net with butterflies yeah. i like cute i don't know if i'd be wearing a sailor type outfit doing all the other things it's <laughs> like she has a net so i'm like you should have fish in there Right. And Nini, the strangest or saddest part of her being in the sailor suit, her parents perished from a boating situation. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she's kind of facing her fears here. Uh, You know, Samantha's just so strong. (laughs) She really is. She really Um, is. I like the beret. I I like the outfit. Uh, I went through like I love wearing nautical things in the summer so I get it I get it Samantha um but I think this is cute I like it but I know that we're focusing on like one at a time but the next one is my favorite outfit I already oh yeah all right let's get into it this is Samantha's winter look 
her winter look is everything. Because <laughs> her little toys, I love anything fur. And my and so like this is definitely if there was this in my size, I'm I'm cleaning my closet right now. And I live in Louisiana now. So I, I used to live in New York and I have so many coats. Like I have no business having the this many coats in Louisiana. You'd think I'd live somewhere like cold and I have so much fur. And so and so I was like going through it all and I I have so many capes. She's wearing a cape. <laughs> I I'm like donating capes. I have I <laughs> I just love this whole thing. I would wear this. I'd buy this and I'd wear it and it'd be all over New York. <laughs> I could totally see you in this. And the little yes. hat and muff, how cute are they? Yeah. So I love I love how this spread goes from summer beret to winter beret. Right? <laughs> yeah, I like it. This is really cute. So how many outfits per doll per catalog? Five? Six? Six maybe? Also, her bag back there is really cute. Yes. Like and the little lacy undershirt and slip mm-hmm. those are also adorable like everything on this page is perfect yes this is my outfit <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's turn the page here this is the bedroom set Nini. Oh. <laughs> i like it it's giving ghost <laughs> like she looks like yes. a ghost a little bit but i think it's really cute I love the little dresses and all the dress is like all of it would fit it's not just for display she could wear those right she could wear them yeah it looks a little the proportions look a little off on this but those all fit the doll yeah and it's a little hard to see her nightgown here so I'm actually gonna google another picture of it she looks like a mom in here I think (laughs) again not to like constantly be calling back to our our childhoods of the 80s and 90s but like I don't know about you guys but my mom literally had nightgowns like this when I was a kid (laughs) I I have nightgowns like this I know like as an adult I like I get it now like they're so cute oh this is so cute. cute yeah Samantha's nightgown is like perfection it has a little pink bows on it and it has like just enough detail not to be like too over the top but still really beautiful it's really cute I would wear this right I feel like I have a a lot of things that look like this yeah this is like my bachelorette party (laughs) oh my god I think I've talked about a couple times on this podcast how it was at a Victorian home in Rhinebeck, New York, very, very Samantha-esque. And we all wore vintage nightgowns, but Nini brought me the most epic, like white Dior nightgown to wear. It was angelic. I know Nini, you're the MVP. That was incredible. (laughs) I love a good vintage nightgown. I do. Oh my God. Um, Absolutely. Stunning. I think they were really odd to something during this time with like the nightgowns, like nightgowns just make sense for bed. Like yeah. you get hot, you just like hike it up. Like it's like the perfect bedtime garment. We need to bring nightgowns back. 
Right. And Nini, something that's kind of interesting with this nightgown in particular is that it actually has little bloomers that go along with it. So like little pants in the same fabric. And we had a guest on recently, my future sister-in-law, Katie, who had this growing up for herself and discussed the merits of having both the nightgown and bloomers situation. (laughs) Wow. Pleasant Company was nothing if not painfully uh, dedicated to the details. <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you think about Samantha's bed? I think it's cute. I like the bed. I, you know, I like the little houseware things. Um, I like her little closet. And I like that there's like socks and shoes. They just right? think of everything. These people are like really strategic. And Oh, yeah. And- <laughs> I know. I think something that's kind of underrated also is her little like pitcher and bowl. They're so cute. Like we don't talk about that enough. It's really, really cute. And like there's details painted on the pitcher. Like it is just so in line with everything else. I love it. Um, Which is not for food, right? That's her commode. Is that right? Wow. Very, very authentic to the times <laughs> right and her little yeah. wizard of oz book which i'm sure has writing in it meaning all of these little accessories like her paint set and the other accessories like were things that you could actually use like they weren't just like a blank book or like something made of plastic like these were all like very highly detailed yeah. items like they it's look really, it. right? It's really incredible. So that concludes Samantha's collection. Nini, what were your standout outfits? Y'all already know winter Samantha is me. <laughs> <laughs> um, second one would be school. School mm. Samantha. Then it would go birthday Samantha. So it's winter school birthday those are my three favorites yeah then if i had to go and like line it all up i think that christmas is my least favorite so it would be winter school birthday then her sailor her summer outfit her nighttime outfit and then the christmas the christmas is the for me and i guess the meat doesn't count because it's like the given (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i just love that the winter outfit is getting the flowers it deserves it does it's she's good she's stylish i like her right let me quickly show you the outfits that you could wear they have them all on one page in this catalog that we're looking at but how fun is this if i were to pick the one i would pick the yellow like rain coat (laughs) oh my god that's the boots molly's outfit wow it is cute and then the nightgowns of course yeah molly's molly is cute these little child um models are also very cute they really are and we're trying to track one down to interview on the podcast we Uh have one very small lead to the Kirsten, this little redheaded girl, uh-huh. but we cannot find any more information on her. We don't know who anyone else is, 
but we really, really want to have one of these girls on the podcast. Oh my God. That'd be cool. Right? Totally. Uh, they're so cute. Everyone's so cute. I know. The the girl size outfits really deliver. Like they are truly almost identical to the doll's outfits, which is like exactly what you want it to be when you're a kid. Yeah. Let's get into Josefina now. As we were talking about before we started recording a little bit, Josefina, her backstory is that she is from Santa Fe, New Mexico, which at the time not fully integrated into the United States. But she just has a really cool array of outfits and a fun story as well. She has lots of sisters, which was a fantasy of mine growing up because I had one brother. But yeah, she's just like super sweet and all of her outfits, as we'll see, are sort of giving that like coastal cowgirl vibe that I feel like we're seeing a lot on TikTok (laughs) these days. So yeah, right off the bat, Josefina is serving us quite the look with this like blouse long maxi skirt combo. I love all the colors. I love that her hair is in a little braid. I think it's very, it seems very accurate, colorful. And I even like her little jewelry, her little necklace. Nini, I feel like this is an outfit that you absolutely would wear. I would definitely wear this. Like maybe not with the shawl around your arms necessarily, but like, like the skirt, the blouse. I love this outfit and I would definitely wear this. And I think I have a soft spot for New Mexico. And so, and I love everything New Mexican. So I'm just like, I knew I was going to like her. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Well, that's a win for the meat outfit. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we've had a few breakthroughs here. Yeah, I think the American yeah. girl. <laughs> All right. Next, we're getting into Josefina's school story. Oh my god. It's uh, I see both the school and the Christmas and I love both. <laughs> so cute. I love the little like is that a desk? Mm-hmm. What yeah. I love the little like purse, <laughs> the little newspaper. I adore it. And I like that she has earrings. Yeah. Her yeah. game is uh good. Agreed. Ha- her having earrings was a big draw for me in wanting this doll growing up because I thought the earrings were like such a sleigh. Um, And I also love that we are seeing a little bit of a hairstyle change up for school. She's got two braids instead of one. Yeah, I love it. And And she doesn't have the bangs. Yeah, she doesn't have the bangs. Yeah. (laughs) No mullet. I'm glad we've seen the Samantha looks, which are like more classic AG. And now we're getting into Josefina. Like, I feel like at this point, American Girl has like really perfected their fashion and design offerings. Like I think Josefina is like peak, but let's look at her Christmas story outfit. I love this outfit. I love the little thing that's on her head. Mantia. Mantia. Yes. It looks like royalty. And then the chili peppers. I love so much because they hang them everywhere in New Mexico and then the cookies it's so well thought out they really do have a lot of attention to details do you I see think- her little chicken where oh in it's the in cage. a little cage how cute <laughs> I love her I am her 
I love (laughs) the Christmas outfit is my favorite so far. Just because it looks so royal. Right. And does she have a little making set that you could bake with? I think it is. Yeah. That's really cute. And how adorable is her little doll in a matching dress? Yeah. So cute. (laughs) She's Uh, adorable. Okay. If I were to have an American doll, I think this one's it. Oh my God. Love that. Right. (laughs) All right. Let's go to the next page here. We have Josefina's summer story. I love it. I'm like, she can do no wrong. Maybe maybe the winter outfit's a little weak, but we'll talk about that next. Summer story, I like the best. (laughs) I like the pattern of her dress and her little hat. And look at her. She has both a Mexican flag and an American flag. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and her little toys. I love it. What is in her hand? I think it's a telescope. Ah. No, this yeah. look is really cute. I think, I don't know. This look might, this would be a summer look I would wear. That's the thing sure. is like this dress with the vest combo feels so like current for like, again, that like coastal cowgirl style we're seeing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I would I totally love wear. this. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nini, I could see you wearing this too. I know. It's- and she's a little pet turtle. Oh, it's so cute. And I love that she has a piano. I don't think I realized that she had that as one of her furniture pieces. Yeah. This might be the outfit. Mm. Far (laughs) my favorite. Then the Christmas one's second favorite. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's really amazing too, like how they like pair pieces together and accessorize. Like the outfits give a lot of variety with like different textures and patterns and pieces that like might not immediately like you might not immediately think go together but mm-hmm. they look absolutely like gorgeous and so cohesive together like once they're on the doll and we see that with a lot of um the accessories and outfits throughout the entire collection where they're not afraid to like mix patterns or flash colors like it's really I don't know I think it's really cool but then we get to Josefina's story for winter I think it's cute I it's not my favorite her hat makes her and like how her hair is reminds me of the Hamburglar from like a, <laughs> giving a little bit of Hamburglar but I do of course love all the like cookware the, like, the little oven with the bread the ingredients that she has the corn the garlic something else I can't see but cookware top notch outfit i'm not sure i don't know if i like the purse thing in front of her the poncho doesn't look like it's really gonna keep her warm in the winter cold gets cold in the desert guys yeah Uh, but this one might be my week the weakest look so far but the toys that goes with it is probably my favorite Mm, interesting love that I would say that that's a good assessment. The little like oven and like cooking accessories are just so adorable. Right. All right. Next, I'm going to jump over to her birthday outfit. I love it. She's giving like, how do you say like Mexican grandma? 
giving well, abuela. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you guys ever see Coco? <laughs> like yes. his mom. <laughs> like I don't yes. know if giving that energy, but I love the fan. I love the little necklace. She's has the best accessories. Like I love the little shawl and the fringe. Super, super cute. But then when you get to the table, the the table with the fruits and like it's cute. It's not my my favorite. I think I liked Samantha's birthday better. But I like that she's like quilting some what what would you say? Like weaving something like a rug or clothing. I love that she's creative. She's working. She's making stuff. It's right? her birthday. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to make myself a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> the table and chairs are really cool, too. I think that's very, mm-hmm. like, very New Mexican. Um, And so I like this. This is, like, my medium category. I don't. Yeah. It's not the highest, but it's not the lowest. It's like, this is what I would wear, like, every day, even though it's on her birthday. Love it. Yeah, that's a fair take. How cute are her glasses, though? The green glass. Ugh. So cute. I feel like I have those. Right? <laughs> those are definitely, like, becoming popular again. I see things like that all the time at, like, vintage flea markets and stuff. The green, mm. like, grandma glass. Love it. Now we get into Josefina's bedroom set and her nightgown. I think this is really cute. Why does she only have one outfit? Everybody else had two. Yeah, she was <laughs> no. new at this point. So I think her collection was expanding. But yeah. I would have loved to see her in that party dress because that is cute. Yeah, I had this dress, you guys. I had oh my God. this floral dress with this little like bolero jacket that went over it and it was so freaking cute the floral dress underneath is totally like today wearable it was really like empire waist like straight down like not too poofy and the fabric was like this like very pretty like cotton fabric so I can tell you that it was such a slime wow (laughs) I love oh it. I think, I think it's cute. I like I like seeing her with her hair down. And I like her nightgown. Like, this is a nightgown that I would wear. Uh, and it's, like, practical, loose, comfy. I like this. I, I get why people are in, into this now. I, like, had no idea. I was like, what's the catalog like? <laughs> <laughs> I um, love that we're, like, kind of, kind of ex- slowly but surely converting you over <laughs> to being an American girl appreciator. <laughs> <laughs> next time you right? see me we have a whole room with all the collections i'm just oh kidding oh my god imagine uh, them all right so where do you rank josefina's collection i would say which one was my favorite let me see the photos summer's number one mm-hmm. christmas Hell number yeah. two yep i think original her meat is number three uh-huh. Her birthday, oh, I, I would say her birthday is better than the meat. So it would be the summer, definitely not winter. Winter is rock bottom. Summer, <laughs> Christmas, birthday, um, meat, then goes into, I guess, her sleeping. I like her sleeping thing. And then yeah. her, the winter one is the, the, the one I like the least. That's Fair. a really, really good assessment of these. <laughs> it's hard because, like, 
I feel like with Josefina, for me, at least, in my opinion, it's like all of the looks are just so beautiful. It's like, which ones do I like, like slightly less than the others? Like, especially yeah. between her summer outfit, Christmas, her meat outfit. It's really hard to rank them. I mean, clearly her winter story isn't like the most exciting or glamorous, but she has such gorgeous, gorgeous looks. I really like all of her little outfits. And I think that her, even her look on like her face, I know that they probably all look the same, but like she's different. Like her skin tone, it seems like it's different. I don't know if it is, if you see it in Mm -hmm. real life, but um, yeah, but it's, she's, she's really cute like i if i had a daughter or a son who wanted this i would be like okay you can have it <laughs> you're spot on <laughs> nini about her facial features because actually they created an entirely new like face for the dolls when they came out with her so there is not like a huge difference but like there's a little something that's like differentiating her from the others mhm yeah, she's really cute. They all have the same teeth. Yep, she she didn't escape the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I think the teeth makes them a little less creepy. Yeah, yeah I think so too. For the teeth, I think I'd be like, never bring that doll in my house. But the teeth <laughs> are threatening. Yeah, agreed. I, I agree with that. We actually interviewed a tattoo artist. Uh, Michaela a few months ago who had like a series of flashes of AG like iconography and one of my favorite ones that she did was like the American Girl doll teeth it was so (laughs) cute like imagine having that as a tattoo like that's what I would immediately do (laughs) that's what you guys should have actually I can't believe (laughs) that already I know, so honestly. Cute. I just want to get the the names of all my American Girl dolls tattooed on me and see if people <laughs> recognize them. Oh my god. It's like, do you know how like Angelina Jolie has like the coordinates of where everyone was born from her family tattooed on her? Yes. I didn't know that. Like imagine doing that with where your American Girl doll was from the, the summer years. fictional towns yeah but yeah nini do you have any final thoughts on american girl dolls okay i definitely came here thinking i was going to make fun of everything and i did a little bit you know where it was deserved but i get it i get it now after seeing all of this if i was a little girl i would want this um, totally. <laughs> and so i get it they're really cute i really like Josefina like she's so cute um but I think that it's very interesting and I I love that they all have a story and you learn so I feel like as a like if you were a parent you'd be like at least it's not just like any doll like a Barbie that's like superficial or something like that it's like they have a little bit more meaning they have a little more depth and like their little accessories and toys it all like fits into the story so I think that I get the craze And going back to like the historical part of it, like with the book series, like the books are pretty substantial, like maybe around a hundred pages each. And they were like very captivating, but they also woven so much history to them. 
of where they took place that you were really learning a lot too. And you were able to see history through a young girl's perspective and really relate to it. So it really captured the attention of girls growing up. And we've had a lot of guests on the podcast and we hear from a lot of our listeners or on Instagram, like people like having a continuous love for history, whether it's like a specific time period or even becoming historians or something in a related field from American Girl. And it's really interesting to kind of dive into the impact that this brand has had on a lot of people growing up. And it's been really fun to share these stories. And Nini, it's been really fun to hear your perspective as someone new to American Girl. And I'm glad that you saw how beautiful some of these outfits were. <laughs> and <laughs> I know we like before we recorded, we we're like, let's, let's just chat about the outfits and see like which ones you would want to wear and what you're drawn to. So this has been a really fun conversation to hear your perspective. Yeah. I'm glad that I, my mind has changed. I'm, <laughs> you know, I, I came and I'm just like, I'm going to make fun of everything. This is going to be hilarious. <laughs> um, but no, it's pretty cool. This is really cool. And I thank you so much for showing me this and making me not look at any of this until now, because I think this is really great. And I, <laughs> I wish that there were more things like this for kids and yeah. it helps with your curiosity. Right. Like, it's being totally about all of these things and then and putting people in like putting yourself in other people's shoes yep right um I think that's really cool absolutely yeah, yeah the percent the stories that they would share were pretty deep and dark at times as well like Addie escapes slavery Kirsten travels from Sweden to Minnesota on the journey her best friend dies Samantha is an orphan. Uh, Nini, your face looks <laughs> shocked. Like, I'm like they were, wow. yeah, they were they were kind of dark at times for sure. But Nini, we have to talk about this because we didn't yet. Which outfit of Samantha and Josefina? Which is your look? Would make me choose. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I didn't sign up for this. If I am my truest of self, I'm Samantha. I'm Winter Samantha. That is me. I own that outfit already. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas there, Josefina's summer look, it's like, it's the outfit I would order now, but I already mm -hmm. have Samantha's winter outfit. So I will have to say I'm, I'm Samantha winter. Love it. Yeah. Great choice. Great choice. There are no bad choices when you're choosing between those two. Yeah, no, I love it. <laughs> well Nini oh. this has been so much fun thank you so much for joining us and now where could everybody find you after this they can find me at chef Nini Nguyen n-g-u-y-e-n -E is my last name on Instagram on TikTok and now threads Nini is also launching a book next year yeah it's gonna be <laughs> like <laughs> it's going to be called Doc Beat, and it's a Vietnamese cookbook that I'm really excited about. Maybe they'll make an American Girl doll Vietnamese edition. Oh I my hope gosh. So. 
Yes. We'll have to have you back on so you can critique the American Girl cookbooks because those do exist. What? Yes. <laughs> what will they think of next? <laughs> yeah, they have cookbooks for all of the dolls. I would like to have the rest, a few recipes first and makeup and then yes. actually have a real opinion on it. <laughs> Yes, I can send you a couple Jello recipes from the 1940s to to try out. <laughs> that sounds like uh, fun. Well, thank you, Nini, so much for joining us, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for listening to American Girl Women. For more AG Women content, follow us on IG at American Girl Women or send us your American Girl stories via AmericanGirlWomen at gmail.com. We might just read them on the pod. If you like this podcast, tell your friends and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.